Talking Games Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 65 of the Talking Games Podcast with me, your host, the Major. It is officially Sunday, the 5th of June, 2022. Hope you've all had a great week. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Don't forget to check out the website, gamesinquirer.com. Uh, there is a new feature up for Stranger Things, Volume 1, Season 4. Uh, there's a couple of reviews up. Um, we didn't get as many reviews done this week. Things are taking a little bit long. We do have a lot currently in the pipeline, which is why there's not so many up at the moment, because uh, we're trying to get them done um, one after another, and it's taking a little bit long. But they will be up. There should be some more up this week. Uh, that being said, thank you, Shinobi, for joining me this week. How you doing, buddy? I'm right, man. Good, good, Yo, good. what's up? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a wet one here in the UK this weekend. Um, wind and rain constantly, so much for summer. Don't feel like summer lasted more than five minutes, but there you go. That's that's England for you. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the socials, though. Uh, you can find us Games Inquirer, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we are trying to start upload, re-uploading again to YouTube. Uh, I know we've been gone for a couple of months. It's because Callum left, and then Chloe hasn't been had to compute us, and so she hasn't been able to do anything. And I'm just so busy, I don't really have time to make videos constantly. But we are trying. Uh, apologies to the people on you subscribe to us on YouTube. We will be back shortly. But anyway, uh, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash games If you'd like to support this podcast or the website, three pounds a month, uh, yeah, extra podcast, extra video, a couple of new features, reviews, uh, five pounds a month, which is the higher tier, also helps pay for games development because we want to make games. I'll say this again. And it also enabled us to uh, send you review copies and uh, beta codes and stuff when we have extras. Uh, that will go to the Patreon members uh, for £5 a month. You can find us patreon.com forward slash games inquiry. Link is in the description below. Uh, that being said, uh, I'm going to start by gloating this week, Shinobi. Uh, do you remember last week when we talked about um, the new Sega console, the new mini console that was supposed to be in T's and announced? I remember. Yes, uh, we were right, actually, or I was right. Uh, Sega Mega Drive Mini 2 has just been announced in Japan. Uh, it's been launched the 27th of October. Uh, will include 50 games, including Sega CD. So 11 games have been announced so far. Link is in the description uh, for all those. But yeah, we were right. It does happen occasionally when we, when we speculate on stuff. We are right occasionally. Not always, but sometimes. Um, yeah, we were right on that. So thank you to Bam Bam for pointing that out. I didn't notice that until we sent me the link earlier this week. I got my Mega Drive Mini 2 brand new. I still got one sealed. It's that's Mega Drive Mini 1, dude. They're bringing out a second one. Wait, what one did... I got a Mini. You got a Mini? Yeah, you got the Mega Drive Mini, which is the first one. The second one hasn't released yet. It's not coming out until the 27th of October. No, no. I've got the actual... Um, do you remember you had the first Mega Drive? Yes, I had them the first one, I believe. Yeah, I still got that. And yeah. you remember they released the Meg Drive Mini, the full size one. Yes. I'm I'm talking about that. I got a. Jap- oh, okay. Yeah, they're bringing out a second one of it. I got a Japanese one sealed. Yeah, they're bringing out a second one from Japan, 27th of October. It releases. Uh, this is a segment where we look back in history of the games that released today. Uh, today in history, going back all the way to 1977. Uh, Dataman, dedicated handheld version released in the US. 
uh, one of the first handheld games I believe that actually released to retail. Uh, Game and Watch Tabletop Snoopy released in Japan on handheld 1983. Uh, in 2000, uh, Earth 2150-1C Snowball uh, released in Russia. Uh, it was only ever released in Russia. Uh, I don't think I actually ever played that game. I don't think I've even heard of it, to be honest. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds clone campaigns released also in Germany. Uh, Shantai on the Game Boy Color released in the United States. And Digimon World 3 released on the PS1, US and Canada. That was in 2002. 2003 saw the launch of Elder Scrolls 3. Uh, the first Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell released in the EU. And we also saw Port Royale debut for the first time in, on PC in the US. Uh, also, Fire Pro Wrestling Z relaunched on the PS2 today in 2002. Uh, 2005, Go Fish on the Atari 2600 released. One of the last games in the Atari. Was it the last game? 2005 was the end of the Atari 2600, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. What year? 2005. I believe it was, wasn't it? I thought it was way before that, man. Well, they were still releasing games in 2005. Really? Fall Down and Go Fish released on, in 2005, as well as Warring Worms. Yeah, but they could technically still keep releasing games, you know? Like, yeah. they like that. I thought the Atari 2600 was dead by them. Apparently, there was these, these actually came from Atari as well. They were still releasing games to it, which is weird. I um, thought it was dead. They got bought out multiple times. Yeah, they, well, apparently they bought out again recently, but they have just released a new game called Gravitar, which actually looks pretty cool. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have an Atari VCS, but uh, it is also out on the Switch. You can find that article on the website. I'm actually looking into that because that looks pretty cool. Uh, Sims 2 released a bunch of expansions, including H&M and Seasons. I remember that because I used to have Sims 2, and I bought both of those expansions. Uh, that released on Windows and Mac uh, worldwide. We also saw the release of Dragon Ball Z, Shin Budokai, another road. That was on the PSP. Uh, the DS version was Haru Nakanaru. Didn't, oh, that's, oh, that's hard to pronounce. But that was in the US. Uh, two, that was in 2007. 2008 saw the first Mass Effect released in Asia and Europe. Uh, that was the very first one. Uh, in 2009, uh, quickly jumping, I'm going to jump forward in just a sec, but Red Faction Gorilla released in 2009 uh, we also saw vampire mansion released 2011 and back to school on the zx spectrum that's going back a few years uh 2012 saw the release of dungeons of dreadmore i love that game i wish they'd bring it back uh, unfortunately i don't have a working pc that could be able to play it anymore but there you go uh, skylander spyro edition launched in the uk and the us uh on all consoles including the 3ds and the xbox 360 uh, we also saw in 2013, uh, Urban Legends, The Maze, uh, Zen Pinball. I think that was one of the first. That was the Marvel Avengers one. Uh, that released today, 2013. Uh, in 2015 uh, was the launch of D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die. I love that game. I did play it when it came out. Uh, Goat Simulator came out in 2016 today. Uh, and in what was that 2017, Vampire released as well as rocksmith all new uh that was released today as well uh in 2018 2000 not 2017 2018 uh we also saw vermintide 2 which just got a new expansion uh in 2020 uh it just had a new expansion this past week that is going to be updated thanks to the uh, i think it was the war gamers event uh that just finished last week 
uh, that has also uh, had some new expansions. But that is all for your day in history. Uh, but if we jump forward to the news this week, uh, there has been a lot of news, and there's one big one uh, that came out yesterday, and I wanted to talk about this because I was right all along, and it sucks that Brandon's not here because I think he'd get a kick out of this. Uh, Blue Box, uh, the game that was previously uh, supposed to include Hideo Kojima, uh, that was rumoured to have him involved with it, everyone thought was going to be the next Silent Hill. Uh, there's been a number of things with this developer, a number of people have called them out over the years for essentially lying. Uh, they've now officially been caught as a scam operation. Uh, it's been over a year since the banner was announced, and they released the, uh, the first trailer on the PlayStation blog, which is about three seconds long. Uh, you may now have heard the controversial game is uh, very different from very yes, it has many different contexts to it. Uh, shortly after revealed, fans began speculating the game was a secret Hideo Kojima project. Uh, it was apparently going to be his return to Silent Hill franchise uh, after releasing PT eight years before. But it's apparently seeking to count those Blue Box, uh, who's a well documented and lackluster development history. They've never released a game ever. They've planned a lot of stuff, announced a lot of stuff, but never actually released it. Uh, it's just another long line of games announced by the studio that will never see a release. Uh, the project lead, Hassan Karaman, uh, said abandoned is exactly what he, he said it was. It needed survival horror about a lone survivor stuck in the woods with a cult. Despite uh, being once planned to release on PS5 before of last year, several people to close the Karaman have told GameSpot there is no game. None. The game is never coming. He's been lying to you for all this time. At least not one that he's actively being worked on. Uh, the reason for this isn't as fun as some of the long Kojima ARG fans like once speculated. Uh, in reality, Caraman, or the people closer to him, I said Caraman's public claims, uh, claims that the game is in development is coming along. He was previously admitted abandoned is on hold and he first needs to fund its development with a playable prologue, uh, which our sources, according to GameStop, uh, indicate he doesn't seem to be in any hurry to create. Uh, interviews of more than half a dozen people with people that are close to Caramon uh, since September of last year have detailed a picture of the game in complete disarray uh, with the Caramon apparently being a developer who's promised a lot including paid work for fans don't know how that will work uh, but hasn't actually delivered anything two months after Abandon's original reveal uh, there was an invite of Bree Spark of fan theories uh, because Caramon shared a since deleted tweet from Blue Box's Twitter account uh, that said a reveal was closing in and offered that the real game ends starts with S and ends with L. It didn't because <laughs> it's called Abandoned, uh, but over leaning into the Silent Hill speculation, uh, it re reignited the theory there was more to this game than players were initially led to believe, and so became the summer of Abandoned. There were multiple Discord servers, subreddits, uh, there was loads of stuff, forums that were created by fans to try and work out what was going on, uh, trying to find the proverbial curtain where Kajim was hiding behind. Uh, that isn't the case. Never was. Uh, it was an unreasonable belief, after all. Uh, Kojima had done something like this twice before. Uh, first, he went here behind a fake studio called Moby Dick, uh, and he used the standing developer with the pseudonym Joaquin Mogron uh, to sell the charade, which is an anagram of Hideo Kojima. Uh, before revealing he was behind the stunt, the team was actually, the team's game was his next project, which was Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, PT was attributed to 7780s, uh, and under a studio invented whole cloth. Uh, so Kojima could surprise players with a surprise teaser, which was a long-awaited Silent Hill sequel. He's very good at that. Uh, when fans saw he was teasing a new Metal Gear Solid project, uh, he, we were at the horror story sent on the cult, said focus on a fourth wall-breaking IA program and secret government cover-ups. Um, 
just so much wrong with this guy. Uh, Caraman has said roughly 50 people, including outsourcing studios working on Abandoned. Uh, the Dutch Chamber of Commerce uh, this past week confirmed with GameStop that Blue Box was founded in 2015 with just 10 employees. To date, Blue Box's registration in the Chamber of Commerce in, I think it's Holland, has never been updated to reflect a different number of employees. Uh, though a representative told GameSpot it is the business responsibility to update details such as this. Uh, Cameron did update his registration twice in the last seven years, once to change the business address and another to register an alternate name, Pixel Molecule, uh, which the company appears to not have used at all. Uh, those in the group chat that were previously involved with this, uh, the group's original iteration was comprised of roughly a dozen fans from different Discord servers that sprang up to study the mystery surrounding the game and a lot of the teases that were going on. Uh, the group chat were officially sworn to secrecy because uh, Caraman was involved in this. Uh, he invited, basically, basically took fans into a Discord server and made them sign an NDA. Uh, GameStop had attained a copy of this signing. According to sources, Caraman saw agreeable fans and when some members of the group were challenging on his empty promises and discrepancies, he would kick them out and make a new, sometimes smaller group with only new or still agreeable fans. Uh, the group has gone through roughly half a dozen iterations, pulling various fans from all over the place. Uh, those with knowledge of this group have described Caraman as duplicitous and prone to mood swings, often getting into heated arguments uh, with members when asked for progress updates or to question his honesty. He then profusely apologised later, sometimes attributing his outburst to the stress he was under due to the wave of fan theories. Uh, one person told GameStop, uh, that Caraman admitted seeing keeping some people in the group so they wouldn't leak things he had previously shared with them. He took sending voice messages with sources felt was a strategy used by him. I should say that again. He took to sending voice messages with sources felt was a strategy used by him to avoid screenshots of conversations being taken. Uh, this is where the most egregious things were said, according to a source. He lists at least one member feeling hurt and often frustrated or confused how he would say one thing publicly and then another in private to his inner circle. Uh, when members leaked things he shared, Cameron will publicly deny them. Uh, he was often shared online because not somebody outside the group found it. Cameron publicly claimed his website was then hacked. He didn't even know it was there. Messages by GameStop showed Cameron saying he wanted to find out who leaked it to the Redditor who openly shared it worldwide. Still said this display of blatant dishonesty made things awkward in the group. Cameron will speak of potential business partners as scammers including Nowhere Studio, an established team uh, that he once planned to commission artwork for the game. According to sources, Caraman used similar sentiments to describe various producers, including Summer Games Festival, Jeff Keighley, the guy who owns the Game Awards, and the team behind Games Radar Future Games Show. He called them scammers. Uh, whenever one of the game's scheduled shows was delayed, which happened several times in the last year, Sources say he was quick to place blame everywhere else but his own. Uh, he sought to form both working and romantic relationships with fans. So he was hitting on female members of his little group. He promised to pay them for work done on the game's PlayStation trophy-related art after the studio began to receive revenue for the game's release. He said in March of 2022 that he planned to visit the prospective business-slash-romantic partner in person two months later when he'd be free, which the person took to mean Cameron expected to be done with the game's prologue by then. One of several splits in the group chat also separated the pair on both social and professional terms, according to sources. They haven't spoke since. In other situation, he asked a member of the group to act as his shipping pot. He asked someone in the group 
to fraudulently pre pretend to be his shipping partner by storing some of the game's eventual physical copies in the US to prevent Caraman from needing to find a storage facility by traveling from the Netherlands to the US himself. He offered to pay the fan $1,500 for this, which he said would cover expenses some money left over as profit and set them up with a block. Oh my God. Was set them up with a blue box game studio's email address because so they could talk to Sony. He admitted the final details, including payment, and was still to be determined. A few days after sending the fan from for the form from Sony to fill out, which included his own home address, Caravan rescinded on the odd deal. So he told this fan that he was going to pay them money to act as their shipping partner between the US and the Netherlands. He gave their details to Sony, which Sony emailed to correspond and get that information, their contract signed. He said he's not going to pay them. And there's a bunch of messages that he's left. One of the youngest in the group was just 12 years old and was described by other members as loud and rude. On one occasion, while the group chatted in a voice party on PS4, this young fan told a member of the group to kill himself while Karen Mamrakrain remained quiet on his end. Other members privately consoled the person and expressed disappointment that Karen did nothing about it. The kid's 12, he shouldn't be in that sort of group anyway. Since last fall, the group has gone through several iterations, but has maintained one commonality. It's been toxic. What began as a place for eager fans to socialise with the developer of a game that was in the spotlight had become like a pledge of allegiance and secretly secrecy to anyone who conducts themselves in a questionable manner. Sources say members felt like they were meant to support the game and praise Caraman like he's a fucking god or something in between rounds of Rainbow Six Siege with him, a game he frequently invited some of them to play deep into the night or they could get or they could get out. So basically, if you didn't play games with him, he'd kick you out of the group. Some who have spoken to GameStop said they've been afraid to speak out on the game's lack of progress or his erratic behaviour due to the aforementioned NDA. He had some members fill out and sign. I seriously doubt that he knew how to write an NDA anyway. I don't think it was legally binding. The document asked for their private addresses, among other information, which isn't in an NDA. You don't need that in an NDA. At all. Date, birth name you don't need to put your postal address you don't need contact information because it's your name and signature and date of birth that's all you really need if you have to put our uh, contact information you can put your email down or you can put your phone number down but you do you can always change that you don't need an address on an nda because i've written them uh, the document asked for many other details however a copy of the nda acquired by gamespot features a lack of legal language suggesting it was drawn up hastily and it will not be non-binding the start as an NDA is a legal contract. If you haven't got legalese in there, it's not legally binding. Uh, includes some grammatical errors, similar to those Caraman makes in his writings. So he can't spell. That's great for a developer. Uh, those with knowledge of the game have decided to speak up more recently as materials have begun to leak en masse, including the ones down below. Uh, a trove of material shared by Caraman to the group over the course of several months found its way to places like Twitter and Reddit. Some of these materials were verified as coming having come for Caraman himself uh, during an ongoing investigation by GameSpot. Among the pieces newly revealed to the public is artwork with the keywords. Are you ready for this, Shinobi? Yeah. 
Do you remember how he was teasing that this game had something to do with Hideo Kojima? Yeah. Guess what he put on his own artwork? Made by Shinobi. No, Silent Hill 5. Really? You f***ing idiot. But, yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. He tried... This This is direct copyright. He's. It's, I don't want to hear anything about he got in over his head because he's using the Silent Hill name on his own key art. That's bad. Uh, including using the same assets from Silent Hill games, including the character's leg and jeans and dark shoes that the developer has utilised in several other items, both public and private. He could have done He could have done Silent Hill, Billy. Mate, he's tried, right? Do you remember in the beginning when he was saying about how he can't... Uh, he's, he was in over his head and he didn't know what he was doing and everybody was assuming, so he just went with it. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. He said it was, it was an accident, right? But then he goes and puts Silent Hill on his game cover. Wow. Although, seriously, just the stupidity. Oh, wait, the oh, there's, no, there's no Silent Hill coming? No. So what? The whole there's rumours that Hiro Kojima is going to work on the next Silent Hill himself. <laughs> but this guy is not has nothing to do with it. We'll explain this after. But anyway... Uh, apparently, Cameron wanted to once more publicly label the leaks fake, but was convinced by others in private to come clean and admit they were real in the since-deleted tweet that was recently joined, was released jointly with a YouTuber who had followed the story. Shortly after publishing the statement on Cameron's behalf, that YouTuber, by the way, is young. Yeah, go check him out. Uh, the YouTuber deleted his tweet and said he no longer had faith in Cameron's version of events. Even in that statement, Cameron alleged the assets weren't from abandoned. We know this because they were from Silent Hill and you were trying to rip them off. Uh, according to sources, this happened often in the group. Caraman would share something in the group, be unimpressed and possibly even leak it to various outsiders, which Caraman would say he was just testing their loyalty and the assets are not from abandoned at all. Yeah. Uh, this had begun to happen more after the Zero Cell audio leak, which Caraman was said to have become more suspicious than those in the group. It is the recent run of abandoned leaks is a reaction to the many Silent Hill leaks in the news though it's through credible resources of a real Silent Hill game and stirring up frustration, mind us, that Abandon was once thought to be that game, but is in fact no game at all. Uh, Cam managed to tell the group he was actively working on Abandon, but as time went on, he would fail to show more of anything at all. Uh, there's another instance of a similar tactic by Cameron, which he told the group Abandon would come through three separate dates back in summer 2021, summer 2021 into Gamescom. The game failed to materialise all three times, and according to public remarks from producer Jeff Keighley, Caraman failed to send him any materials. Sources say Caraman eventually admitted to the PSN group that Bannon is not in development and to this day remains a playable prologue. As previously mentioned, sales of this game, sales of the prologue, are intended to fund the full game and attract investors. But the materials he shared with the private group have only caused confusion. He will promise playtests, sometimes even to just the one person in the group, Playtests were eventually when eventually, but no playtests were actually presented. Some members had a running joke that the game should be called Wall Bandoned because so much of what Caraman showed them in game were in game walls and nothing else. Those close to the situation question how much progress has actually been made on even the prologue. A major obstacle in that regard is that the game is being reimagined several times. The multiplayer beta was said, it was said to be on the way. There was no beta ever to come. Sources are even, even amongst his inner circle said Caraman has stopped talking to them about the multiplayer. 
Most recently, he said the game is back to a story about a cult, but it seems not to matter. Those who spoke to GameStop said he never appears to be working on the game or its prologue. He's often been getting chatted with the develop with the group or playing Siege straight through the night. That's close to the situation. Feel the time for minimal progress doesn't seem available. They expect the ban to end up on the last several games, which was announced by Blue Box, discarded after little progress. What a scumbag! Yeah. And the money that people have been giving him from investors, he's pocketed. That's so bad. I really wish Bam Bam was here because I know he'd have something to say about that. I'd love to get his take on that. Maybe next week we'll uh, we'll put that in. But yeah, unbelievable, really? unbelievable. Uh, your thoughts before I jump into the next story about this guy? He's a thief. He needs to get shot in cod. <laughs> well, <laughs> all he's been doing for the last several weeks is. Playing, playing Rainbow Six Siege. That's all he does. He doesn't do any development. He's done nothing. And this game's been going around for the last two, three years. I mean, we've both been releasing the game, but I don't have the money to release it. I'm not a, I'm not a developer. I'm a writer. We need to pay developers to actually make the work, which is why we're struggling. Can't he get done? No. Huh? He, he will do. He'll get done at some point. Because he's... he's besides, if he released anything with Silent Hill on it... Yeah. That's co- that's trademark fraud. So he's not allowed to do that. That's trademark theft. At the same well, copyright. At the same time, he's been taking money from investors and his own group yeah. to pay for a game that's not going to materialise. And I doubt they've ever seen that money back. Ever. That's bad. What a dick. Yeah, that's tea for <laughs> Apologies for getting my throat again. Tea fever season. Uh, anyway. Before I have an embolism because I can't stand people like this. Uh, Sega had previously announced this past week that Sonic Frontiers uh, will be announced following a gameplay reveal. Uh, that new hashtag that's been trending lately it was Delay Sonic Frontiers on Twitter. Uh, many fans have criticised the footage for what they appear to be an extremely slow Sonic and broken assets, largely. Uh, it's briefly trending on Twitter this week. Many Sonic fans took to Twitter to vent their disappointment over the first videos of the in-game action. Uh, Sega apparently partnered with IGN this month uh, to debut the first look at the upcoming open-world Sonic game. First time we've ever had an open-world Sonic game. Uh, so far, it's published seven minutes of an open-world video and another video focused on combat. Uh, the footage appears to have received a significant amount of criticism. 50,000 dislikes compared to 72,000 likes. Uh, which isn't really ratioed, uh, but the combat footage has sent for 19,000 dislikes compared to 35,000 likes. Uh, Thousands of users have asked asked Sega to delay Sonic Frontiers uh, because many fans have criticism of what they call stiff animations, a very sparse and barren game world. I think um, someone said, oh, it's wicked, yeah? I don't think so. I don't think it's... When I saw it, they said, oh, have you seen Sonic? It looks amazing. And I went and saw it. I thought, what are you chatting about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought my mind's on crack, blood. Yeah. When I see that, yeah. Like, two people say, oh, it looks sick. It looks sick. And I thought, eh? What are they looking at? You know what yeah. I mean? Apparently, like, Sonic it now looks bland. It don't even look next gen, nothing. Not proper bland. Like, yeah. all right. Yeah, they're trying to do open world and all that. Yeah. But it doesn't excite me, man, what they showed. It don't say it looks generic and bland. Yeah, Sonic apparently is extremely slow. Uh, he doesn't appear to move very fast at all. 
the game world has very little in the way of anything going on. And number one user wrote, Sonic Frontiers looked like they made an open world game automated. It's extremely weird. The gameplay demo had so much dash panels into springs and autom automation. I'm nervous about the game. That demo did not look great. Uh, another user wrote, one of the biggest fans of Sonic on Earth, but this gameplay did not do it for me. Uh, based on this video, I'm worried for Sonic Frontiers. I was excited. I've waited five years for this, and I'm not happy. I've very been there, done that. Uh, he added, this is what Sonic was going to be for the last 10 years, then we're in trouble. A number of users have posted uh, several well, polls. Uh, fans want to enjoy an increase in polished game offerings, uh, like this message to Sega, like you've enjoyed increased business offers and sales. It was a fan that led the movie redesign that helped you achieve that success. It's time to raise our bar, not Sega's. Uh, after the release of the movie, obviously, Sega, Sonic 1 and 2. I did go to see Sonic 2 finally this past week. It is a great movie. Uh, I missed the first 10 minutes. So I don't know exactly how the movie started. We were running a bit late. But it is a really good film, and it's got a point. It's because of fans that saw the first artwork for Sega, for Sega's Sonic movie, that the movie had any success. Because if it hadn't, that movie would have been canned and ridiculed. Because the graphic and the artwork was terrible. Yeah. Not wrong. Uh, many users have begun spreading uh, delay Sonic Frontiers. I do not want this game to come out. Some folk asking Sega to release a demo of Frontiers so that fans can provide for proper feedback that can lead into development. Basically, they want a QA test. That won't happen. Uh, if it will, if it does, it'll go to a company. It wouldn't go to members of the public. Uh, this is exactly what I want them to do. Another user wrote, an indefinite delay coinciding with a demo. A questionnaire within the demo would be a great way to gauge opinions. Uh, Sega has a recent form for U-turning following widespread fan criticism, of course. Uh, the original movie was poorly designed. Commenting on the discourse, Sven Joslin, who's the founder of fan site Sonic Stadium and also global publishing director at IGN, said he was less optimistic that Sega will be able to fix fans' core concerns with Frontiers. Uh, are you worried at all about Sega with this uh, Sonic Frontiers release? Because I'm looking at the gameplay demo and everything they released. I'm extremely worried. I'm not worried. I'm just playing Mario. Yeah, you know I mean, like, this is the first time we've ever had a Sonic open world game ever. And that game's been around almost as long as Mario has. Yeah. Like five, six years after. But at the I'm, same time. Yeah. Mario, I'm cool. So you're not worried about Sonic at all? Nah, I mean, um,. Uh, there's tons of Sonic games out now. Yeah, but not an open world one. Nah, I know, but if they mess it up, they mess it up. The next one will be better. You know what I'm saying? So, well, not necessarily, because I think fans may lose hope with this game. Nah, if the first end. one's terrible, then it's not the end of the world. I mean, it's not like yeah, Sonic... I know it's not the end of the world, but it might be the end of a of a future Sonic open world game, which is what many fans of the series for, since the game's inception <laughs> crying for. They'll make it work. Yeah. Oh, they, they better because that gameplay no, is garbage. Maybe not this one, but they'll make a version work in the future. Yeah. It's just the way it is, man. So I'm ho I'm hoping they don't rely on trial and error. Like, they make broke up games like Sonic Boom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, then they come out with Sonic Forces later, and that was nice. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Sonic Boom was was rubbish, man. That was embarrassing. But Sonic is too important of a character to die. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm just hoping that I go back to the old format of side-scrolling platformers because I want to see another open-world game. 
If they have to, then start releasing demos and stuff. I know they're only sending it to companies or they're yeah, sending it to press um, like us, but... Sonic Forces had uh, kind of 3D elements. Um, I mean, uh, what happened? Why didn't they bring that Switch one, Sonic Lost Worlds? What's wrong with them? I'm, I'm not sure. I think there was something to do with the licensing. They couldn't get it organised with Nintendo. Out on Nintendo. Like if it's a licensing issue, bring it out on Nintendo then, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know what exactly what the issue was there. I think it was something to do with the licensing, but I got anyway, I got it on Wii U. So it's cool, but it's a bit stupid that that game ain't on Switch. Still. But anyway, moving on. If you guys are worried about Sega uh, Sega and Sonic Frontiers, let us know in the comments. Uh, we may put a poll up at the end of this week. Uh, moving on though, Rare have apparently announced that the Xbox's unannounced GoldenEye 007 port is still being played. Uh, apparently employees have seek spotted unlocking achievements for the get-to-be-unconfirmed game. I used to love GoldenEye when I was younger. Going to the site, use a big sheep unlock the achievement. Uh, the game appears to belong to Rare's lead engineer, James Thomas. So we do know they're still playing it. I'd wish they'd hurry up, to be honest, because the rest of us would like to have a go at some point. Uh, last year was confirmed Microsoft had to shelve an already completed remaster of the game for 360. Uh, it's likely, though, and I've heard rumours that it's coming to Series X uh, and it could be announced at Summer Game Fest during the uh, Xbox Bethesda Showcase, which would be extremely cool because I want a GoldenEye 007 port. Well, as long as the showcase is better than that bloody Sony one. I actually like that, <laughs> to be honest. I like that state of play because they came out strong with Resident Evil. Four. It was third party, man. Yeah, all, this entire state of play was third party. Oh, did they get exclusive on Street Fighter 6? No, it's that... Xbox as well. Oh, thank but this, 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 whole, this whole showcase was previously announced as a third party and VR showcase. There was no first party going to be on it anyway. Alright, but it's still lame. Yeah, I did like the showcase, to be honest. Resident Evil 4... Uh, Village is now coming to VR on PSVR 2. That's sick. Uh, the um, Spider-Man, how that looked. That version they showed was a PC one. They need to upgrade that better than the PS5, man. I don't know. It looked know. way better. They need to upgrade the PS5 version to look like... I, I mean, I've, I've seen that game so many times now. I completed it like three years ago. I don't need to play it again. And I'm not... In, if people haven't played it and they've got a PC, like, you, you could buy... A, I guarantee pretty much everyone on PC, if they wanted to play that game, would have gone out and got a PS4 to play it. Yeah. Because three years ago, they weren't that expensive. I don't, I don't think there's many PC players still that have been hankering for, to play, like, Spider-Man, no. which is a three-, four-year-old game. I don't think there is. I think, when did that game come out? 2017, wasn't it? Hey, there'll be better people that ain't played it. Of course they're going to play that, man. I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, to play that, they're gonna see that and think, mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm debating, I'm debating to be honest because I don't think that's the case. Personally, huh? I think that I think that people that wanted to play it will have played it already, and I don't think announcing a PC, nah, nah, but the rest of the showcase was fantastic. There's fair people without a uh, PS5, not a PS5, but, but the game came out on PS4, mate. Yeah, but there's loads of people who have never experienced it on PlayStation, yeah, and now that it's coming out on uh, PC, they're going to be lapping that up, man. Yeah. Watch. 
I seriously doubt if somebody really wanted to go play Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, you're going to have the casuals that'll just pick it up for the sake of it. But if somebody really wanted to go play Spider-Man, I guarantee they were going to have. They're not going to get the same sort of audience they got on the PS4 and PS5. I don't see that happening. Uh, them um, PC conversions are doing well. Yeah. Look at, look at they're, they're doing well, but that's because they go, like, Spider-Man's like a three, four-year-old game. What other games are they transported to the PC? So it, look like, it looks really good. I don't, I don't see the difference between the PS5 version, to be honest. That might be your TV or my TV. It looks sick. Yeah, I think graphically they they released very high end 4K resolution videos, but I honestly believe that that PC <laughs> PS5 version looks a lot better. No, my TV, yeah, it looks sick, like it looks wicked. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna eventually get a gaming PC. I don't think there's gonna be a huge market for it because that game is three, four years old. Yeah. If people wanted to play Spider-Man, there's ways of downloading rip copies. If you people really wanted it, they could have already played it by now. Because the game is old. Um, you look back at the other games they bought out. Yeah. More often than not, there weren't PC ports of it already. Or people or it was released shortly after like the update version came out. That's gonna be I reckon it'll be good, man. Uh, if I had a PC, I'd play that again. Well, I've I've completely I'm not, I've played it like three times now. I'm not gonna go back. I'm not gonna go back and play it again. But I will say the rest of the showcase was fantastic. Uh, we did see a lot of like um, Callisto no, Protocol. Hey, that weren't fantastic, man. Oh, it was, mate. Callisto Protocol. That game looks unbelievable. The Dead Space developers, the guys that originally made Dead Space, have oh, sorry, what? Oh, you mean that get? I thought you meant the showcase. What that game? Yes, oh, Callisto Protocol looks amazing. Yeah, that looks sick. Yeah, that Street did, yeah. Fighter Six for all its faults looks that amazing. Looked, that looked appealing as well. Yeah, you also had Roller Drone, which was like the skating shooter battle royale. I kept that looks wicked. I think I kept thinking that's more like a Switch game than anything, an indie game. Uh, it's, it's PlayStation. Mate, Switch couldn't handle that. Yeah, it could. No, it really couldn't. Graphically, they, they couldn't handle it. It does well with handling cartoons when you put a game that's being run on Unreal Engine 4. It's going to be a bit of a lag there. I'm sure there's a way they can make it work, man. I, I doubt it very much, man. I doubt it. Switch is very old compared to this. Is a number of, just think in the next few years, that Switch's yeah. hardware is going to be completely out of date. Yeah, but Nintendo... Especially you know, people playing on the Gen yeah, 1. Nintendo can stretch it, man. Look what they've done with the 3DS. How outdated that one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. look at Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, but that's, that's because the number of games that were bringing to the 3DS was the Switch had the Switch in mind. Yeah, but a 3DS in mind. 3DS weren't supposed to handle games like that, and it did. Yeah, they push a graphic. Yeah, but that's, that's because they they put they made it port for that. If you bring out a game now like Roller Drone, say that game because that game's coming to PS PS5, you yeah. try and port that to the Switch. They can make it work. That game isn't even finished yet, mate. The artwork isn't finished. That's an early access trailer. Yeah, but it's, it's not. Look ten times better than that. Not, actually releases. Not exactly pushing the graphics, is it? Not exactly pushing the graphics yet. Man, that's our basic graphics game. It's not. That's early access graphics, mate. That's the early access assets. That game will It's actually finished and releases beta. Early learning graphics. The game is wicked. Could you imagine the Switch trying to run at that speed on internet connection over, like, cross-country? Because that's multiplayer, that game. I don't know, man. I just... 
I don't know. I'm debating whether that switch, the switch will actually be able to run any of these. I don't think they can. And people need to stop asking for like 2K22 and shit because that ain't happening either. Man, you're not getting 2K22 and NBA and like GTA 5 and that on the Switch. That is never, ever, ever happening. Uh, I mean, the Switch's memory is awful as it is. You need to get a couple of SD cards to handle those games. But even then, the graphics on them will be far surpassing what their current graphics card on the on the Gen 1 or Gen 2 Switches. Hey, that No Man's Sky looked good. Darn. That No Man's Sky looks incredible. What they've got accomplished since that game launched from when it was bare bones when it first launched and it was in a lot of trouble, uh, similar ways with a number of cyberpunk games, for example, from where they are now is night and day. It is, yeah. They've gone a long way. There's now, like, cities and stuff and there's shops and everything you can go visit and there's several missions and you can upgrade your ships. And where they've gone is incredible. Looking at Spider-Man on my LG, the trailer they showed, yeah? Yeah. It's far superior, man. I doubt. I don't think so. It's on my 4K. I'm watching 4K, yeah, and I've got Dolby Vision upscaling all that, yeah. Yeah. Wicked, man. Uh, I, 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 still, I prefer the console version. To be honest, I don't think the PC. PC. It'll, it'll piss on terrible. the PS5 version. It'll piss on it. I don't think that's even remotely <laughs> true, mate. Because that PS5 is more powerful than a PC. No. Yeah. It is. It's using the latest tech, bro. No, man. You get a mad graphics card on your PC desktop. The, the CPU processor in a PS5 is part is faster than a standard gaming PC. You need to spend at least a few thousand quid. Yeah, but better than that. you build up a, a big... Yeah, not, not many people have that, though, dude. That's the thing. Not many people have the highest end PCs. Uh, They're exceedingly surprised, expensive. You'd be surprised how many people have. Um... Mate, the number of people, the most gaming PCs that people own are prepackaged ones that cost about eight to nine hundred pound. Yeah, yeah. Very few people after that that go for the custom built ones, which usually cost between one hundred, one thousand to around two thousand five hundred. The yeah. graphics that that trailer's running on is probably higher than that at the four thousand. Well, quite a few friends with high gaming rigs. So yeah, that's like they they could those like four thousand pound PCs would be able to compete with a PS5 graphically, which is probably what that trailer's running on. They're not going to guarantee you you're not getting those graphics on a nine hundred pound pre-built. The, the PS5 graphics are already out of date compared to PC. They're not out of date. Mate. If you look at if you look at um uh the latest graphics cards by Nvidia. Yeah, PlayStation doesn't have Nvidia. I know, but if you look at the latest cards, yeah, they're... Yeah, but that's, that's GeForce, mate. That's nothing to do with, like, the pre-built PCs. That's high-end. Yeah. If you're looking, if you trying look to get at, a, de- a decent... At, if you look at a high-end PC and compare that to a, a Series X or PlayStation 5... Yeah, but that's because it's high-end, mate. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The yeah. high-end PCs, not everyone has them because they are incredibly expensive. All right, what about... um? Uh, Most common Stray. gaming PC are what the pre-built about, ones. What about Stray? Stray release, that looks pretty good. I know Callum wants to play that. But there's no point. He might as well put some nanobots in his cat <laughs> and uh, run it. Like- I, I, I personally, I don't understand that game, to be honest. I know a lot of people are really it, into it, but... You can get, you can ask Elon Musk for an AI brain chip in his Elon cat. Musk can fuck off, pal. I don't want to talk about that. Anymore. <laughs> 
But anyway, moving on. Speaking of state of play, uh, Capcom had acknowledged this past week the Street Fighter VI roster has officially leaked. Okay. Uh, we've all seen things we weren't apparently supposed to see according to Capcom. Uh, they have announced that the leaks are in fact true. Uh, after, hours after the fight was fully revealed uh, during the broadcast, 22 characters were posted online on Friday. Uh, the pot roster appears to be legitimate. Confirms all eight original World Warriors from Street Fighter 2 will star in Street Fighter 6, as well as other returning and new characters. Most of the new images, in new characters seen in the images fit, but apparently posted a few months ago from Das Vergben, who's a Reddit user, who described their appearances. Uh, the roster wasn't the only leak on Friday. There was also video clips appearing to show Ken and Cammy also circulated on social media. Uh, Simon responded to the leaks Capcom wrote late on Friday. Residents of Metro City, we've all seen things we weren't supposed to see, but we're all in this together. We appreciate all the positive reactions. So there you go, the leak's real. Uh, Capcom debuted the gameplay footage on Thursday during the state of play. Uh, it's an extremely cool trailer. I suggest going to watch it uh, because I did look like the look of it. It's more cartoony than previous games. Uh, apparently, it's spanning three distinctive modes, uh, which includes Fighting Ground World Tour and Battle Hub. Uh, the experience also includes innovative new gameplay features, uh, plus enhanced visuals. It added iconic warriors like Ryu and Chun-Li will be returning. Uh, to the final edition, the Street Fighter 5 roster, Luke is also in, who is the new expert breakdancer, drunken boxer. Jamie is in. Uh, players will have a wide range of fighting styles and skills to master, so you can change up your character's fighting styles, which is cool. Uh, it also feature a new optional control type with simplified inputs, as well as a new drive system, uh, which is a new gauge used to perform five distinct techniques that enhance the player's offensive or defensive capabilities. I thoroughly enjoyed the state of play, Regardless of the show, he didn't. Um, I will reiterate what I said. I'm not a fan of the trailer because I've played that game so many times now. I'm not interested in seeing it again. I guarantee those graphics were caught on a very high-end PC with probably an extremely good graphics card, which the majority of customers playing on gaming PCs will not have because those high-end PCs that game is playing on is probably about a year's worth of savings, uh, worth four or five thousand pounds majority of people who have a gaming PC are running pre-built ones, and those who aren't are right in the middle. I don't think that game pay was well, that, those PCs that, that, that Callisto Pro. That Callisto Protocol looks incredible, and I'll that, say this quickly. cross between Resident Evil and Dead Space. Yes, because it's made by the guys who make Dead Space. Yeah, it looks just like Dead Space. Crossed yeah. over a bit and of guess what, Shinobi? What? I'm trying to get your review copy, my friend. Are you? Oh. Yes, I am indeed. What, on PS5? On PS5, yes. Sick. I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm, I'm still mad. The, the game doesn't come out till like, end of the year, September, October time, so I will be trying my very best. We will possibly have a review up of it. Uh, hopefully, if there's one spare by the time they get to us. Fingers crossed. Anyway. I can't believe it, man. That's sick. Yes. Uh, speaking of Resident Evil 4, though, uh, there's an Instagram model... Who has been confirmed as the word person, the girl who will now be playing the most annoying character in the Resident Evil franchise, Ashley. Uh, Ella Freya said she's almost cried when she watched the reveal trailer. Uh, she didn't realise that she was actually confirmed uh, as the model actress. Uh, the Resident Evil 4 remake was finally announced this week. Uh, there is a full trailer down below. Go watch it. Uh, she said that after the publication that Freya confirmed she was behind the new Ashley featured in the trailer. I severely hate Ashley. Because she's an irritating as shit. Uh, 
Oh, mate. So, do, you, do you remember Resident Evil 4? You had to hold her by the hand everywhere, and if you let go, she just stopped. Yeah, but the movie, the zombies everywhere, but she just stood still, like, help me. Fucking move! Like, right. oh, my God. And, like, you're trying to will, and she's just crying, and you're trying to shoot, and she's moving the thing so bloody slowly. And it's just like, I'm going to run out of bullets for... We're going to be dead in a minute. Just hurry the hell up. Like, you're running it like... Like you don't have any bones in your body. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, I hate that character so much. Anyway. She wrote, I've heard I'm not tied to any agency. Uh, I prefer to create my pictures together with a photographer. Uh, she's a Russian model who's also the bassist. Uh, lent a likeness. She lent a likeness to Resident Evil 4, but she's a Russian model who's also the bassist. For Jill Valentine in Resident Evil 3's remake. Uh, it right. was the studio state of play on Thursday, was formally announced. Uh, apparently, it's going to be also uh, supported on VR2. Uh, so you'll be able to get Resident, v- Resident Evil 4 remake on, Res- on VR2 as well. What do you think? PSVR2, what do you think? I'm not. I, well, we spoke about this last week. I think it's an absolute ripoff. Don't you want to be blinded? Mate, I don't want it anyway. One, because of the cost. Don't you want to get blind? No, I don't. I've got an Oculus Quest 2. I'm happy with that. PSVR, right? Only about... I looked this up, actually, after last week. Batman was correct. It's 6% of PlayStation 4 users have a VR headset. Really? At the first one, and 6%. They probably bought it. They probably bought it, yeah. um, Do you know when they had the sales? Yeah. I've got got one, and I have to say... Very impressive. It just mashes your eyes up. That's the only problem. Yeah, but how many? How many of those games are horror games? It's a very strong platform. Every every time that I've looked at PSVR games and I've been thinking about getting one, it's just horror, 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 no, horror. No, no, horror, no. Horror. It's not. I've got loads of games that aren't horror. You're gonna have to share me a list then. If you can give me a list, I can go get one. There's no point. You might as well get PSVR too. Oh, mate, I can't even find a PS5. <laughs> just get PSVR 2 and pretend you've got a PS5. Then I can't play it, can I? Because you need the PS5. <laughs> pretend you're playing it. Are you looking to start a podcast? Sign up with Podbean. Voted the number one online podcast app by people like you and its users. Use our promo code podbean.com slash gamesinquirer. That's capital G and capital E. And get your first month completely free. It's easy to use. You can record right on the app. No mess, no fuss. Sign up today and get your first month free on us. And it helps us out too. What are you waiting for? Join the number one podcast app on the internet. With promo link podbean.com forward slash games inquiry. Uh, coming out this week, She Sees Red, a criminal interactive game. It's an 18 on Google Play. It is free this week. Uh, just announced an hour ago. Uh, Microsoft Xbox Series X, one terabyte. It's currently what four one nine nine via student beans code. Uh, it's four four nine without. It can be delivered via Sports Direct. That is only available online. You have to go to Students Bean. Uh, that's only I think that's only for students. Eight uh, bit War Origins uh, Peggy nine is free on the iOS app this week. Uh, down from two quid. It's going to be free for the rest of the week. Uh, it's read out Enhanced Edition at Fanatical right now. Eighty five p. Uh, it's not a bad game, actually. Uh, it's got optional VR support uh, for the Oculus Quest and Quest 2. Uh, used a very good edition Spyro right now. Music Magpie 
£12.11. That is Xbox One. Uh, it's only £12.11p. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2, a game that's just released onto Xbox Game Pass this past week. PS5 right now, Amazon, it's £24.99. That's ridiculously low. Go grab that if you want it. Uh, PC game Hellblade, send you a sacrifice. Uh, the next one will be exclusive to Xbox, thank God. Uh, it was currently £6.29 on GOG. Uh, that is 30% off. Uh, on Switch this week, uh, you at CD Keys, £5.69 for Nickelodeon Kart Racers. Uh, that is the digital copy, obviously. CD Keys, £5.69. Uh, link obviously be in the description down below. Uh, Pokemon Snap on Nintendo Switch right now, as the... Uh, you have to go eat in store. It's not available online. £20. That's 39% off. Uh, PSVR started. Speaking of which, 1699 PlayStation VR Mega Pack. Uh, it's currently 200 if you're delivered. Uh, that's available. Free click and collect at Smith's. That is just 169.99. That is the Smith's Toy Superstore. You can buy it online. That deal will end by the end of this week. So grab it if you really need it. Uh, Life is Strange True Colors. Uh, £17.99 Amazon. Uh, that is only that is nine percent off. It is on PS5. That isn't a bad deal for a PS5 game. They are usually more expensive than that. Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. Uh, it's a one lands one shot adventure. It's three ninety nine right now on the PlayStation Store. That is fifty percent off. Uh, you can also find Hell Let Loose PC Steam uh, at CD Keys sixteen pound forty nine. We do a review of Hell, Hell Let Loose. Uh, you can find that on the website uh, if you want to go check that out first before buying. Uh, Max Payne Bundle, which includes 1 and 2, uh, The Fall of Max Payne. It's currently £2.99 at Steam. Uh, you can also find a pre-owned edition of Rainbow Six Extraction for PS4 and PS5. It's, PS5 is 12 quid. Uh, in Xbox and PS4, is only a tenner. Uh, it's £1.95 if you're looking to get it delivered, but it is available for a tenner at CEX. Uh, Extraction isn't great. There's probably about the right price for it at the moment. Uh, PC Torchlight 3, company £6.19 on Steam. Uh, you can also find the Borderlands Legacy Collection, which is all three games, £11.99 on CD Keys. Uh, that isn't a bad deal at all. Links obviously in the description down below. Cyberpunk 2077, uh, you need Xbox Live Key Argentina. Uh, it's £11.12p at Aniba. Code is Spring MVP. That is Spring MVP. S P R I N G MVP. £11.12 on Xbox One with an upgrade to Series X for just £11.12p. That game has got surprisingly better over the years. What, M, uh, M for Mother or? M for Mother. My, most Valuable Player. Spring Most Valuable Player. MVP. So Spring MVP. Uh, Nintendo eShop right now, $10 USA prepaid card is £7.39 at CD Keys. Uh, so you can get save a couple of couple of dollars on that. Uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt right now on a Game of the Year edition uh, at Aniba for Xbox One is currently only £1.51. Use the code XN3. That's it, XN3. You can get that for £1.51 uh, straight on PC pre-order. Right now, it's currently got a 10% off deal. Uh, expires on the 19th of June. The 19th of June, you can get the game for 21.59, which is about a two and a half, two pound fifty saving. It's only about 10% off, but it's a deal. Uh, it's 19 finishes on the 19th of June, so you need to grab that quickly uh, if you really want that game. I know I want to try it out. I'm not. I don't see the hype to be honest. Uh, Microsoft Xbox Series X or S, uh, 512 gigabyte SSD. Uh, on Amazon right now, it's just 227.50. That's 6% off. It's down from 242. Uh, 
so it's a small saving, but you're saving yourself something on a good console. A Razer Viper Mini Optical Gaming Mouse right now at Curry's. It's collection only. It's £15.99. That's 20% off. Use the code FNDDGAMING at checkout to get that deal. Uh, Grid Legends PS5 right now. The game collection is £25.95. Uh, that deal ends tomorrow, uh, or today actually. It ends at midnight today, so grab that quickly. Uh, last but not least, uh, one last little deal uh, that I have for you this week. Uh, PS Plus Extra and Premium Edition with Stray. Uh, right now on July 19th in the PlayStation Store will be available for free. Uh, if you sign up for the PS Plus on PS4 and PS5, the new PS Plus edition, uh, that will be free completely when that launches. Uh, you can also find 12 months of Xbox Live Gold membership if you're in the EU for £36.99. That is years worth of membership for about 50% off. Can't go wrong. CD key, £36.99. And that is all for your deals of the week. Uh, welcome back. Uh, this week, FaZe Clans uh, apparently are going to go in a bit of hostility. Uh, well, they've one member has said something incredibly stupid, but we'll get to that. Uh, apparently, they've disavowed gay pride. Uh, Talal Virus Almaki said he didn't support any kind of LGBTQ or anything. Uh, it's one of the biggest names in gaming, obviously, FaZe Clan. Uh, they're one of the biggest professional influencers uh, counts Pitbull and Snoop Dogg amongst his investors and collaborators. Uh, CEO has described it as Dallas Cowboys meets Supreme meets MB, MTV. Uh, it's currently social media mentions are full on culture war. Fans are defending a screenshot of one of the members disavowing LGBT rights. One user wrote Happy Pride Month, which FaZe Clan tweeted on 1st of June, uh, which was three days ago, alongside a rainbow coloured version of the group's logo. Uh, they wrote, they're sending love to their LGBTQ plus friends, family and community. Uh, some fans immediately cheered on the sentiment, but others disparaged it, sharing sentiments that veered from another L from FaZe Clan to more explicit homophobia. Uh, things went obviously downhill uh, when Virus, Talal Al-Maki, uh, remarked he didn't agree with the clan's pride statement. Uh, he said he doesn't support any LGBTQ plus rights at all. Or anything if even if FaZe does uh, but he wrote in a now deleted tweet quote I'm a Muslim uh, apparently he's a top tier Call of Duty player I don't think uh, he will be long for very much longer with sentiments like that uh, he's from Saudi Arabia which is to be expected uh, they don't have the greatest uh, acknowledgement of human rights over there uh, currently has a long obviously a long track record of human rights and civil rights abuses Apparently, being being gay over there is a criminal offence. You can be executed for it. Uh, there are, of course, plenty of self-identifying Muslims who support LGBTQ+. So, as themselves, many self-defined Christians do as well. Uh, that didn't stop a lot of face clans from latching onto screenshots of his post to defend him. Uh, I'm not going to go into it because I don't want the headache. But, essentially, this guy's a dick. Uh, he's going to be counted as our dickhead of the week. Uh, this is something we haven't done in a while. But this is you, this is for you. Uh, play the thing. You're a dickhead. I hope you'll soon be dead. And this is payback time for what you put me through. Uh, moving on to more lighter news this week. Uh, Elon Musk got into a very embarrassing Twitter war with a video game site and lost. Uh, he got ratioed hard. Uh, he took the L up the bum. And now he's uh, hiding and he's trying to 
I'm not saying anything. He hasn't peeled out of his hole since. Uh, the video game satire site Hard Drive uh, just wanted credit for their work. Uh, Boss wanted to make it more difficult. Uh, he said, on May 30th, Musk posted a screenshot of the article entitled Zodiac Kid and Letter Solved by Open It with a VLC media player. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, with the site's name cropped out. Uh, this was done in his accordance with his belief that online images exist to be stolen, which is bullshit because that's copyright theft. Uh, Musk tweeted that no one should be credited with anything ever. All right, then. I won't credit you with Tesla or SpaceX or anything you've made. I own it. I'll take a picture of your car. That's now my car. Is that the way it works, Eagle? You stupid idiot. Uh, Musk tweeted that no one should ever be credited, though he's currently very angry. Uh, that President Joe Biden has not yet publicly acknowledged Tesla as a leading electric vehicle company. Funny how that works, isn't it? Dear God. Uh, despite his thinking, uh, crediting artists for their work is destroying the medium. Uh, Musk did eventually delete the image he swiped from hard drive after they made very public. They didn't like the fact that he'd used their image whilst cutting out the company's name. Who had written the article anyway? Uh, he, Musk did eventually obviously delete it. Uh, it did take a bit of wit and stamina to get him there. I was just saying that Musk regurgitated a few euphemisms about art and comedy uh, until hard drive security's approaches to both, making him zoom and he turned his Tesla on autopilot and cry his way to get another shareholder lawsuit. Uh, the selfish art of anonymous mean creators is something to be admired, Musk tweeted at the uh, Twitter account after it requested credit twice. Uh, he let me know what you think about this one. A hard drive said in response, I posted a link to an article titled Elon Musk admits he wants to travel to Mars because no one hates him there yet. <laughs> That's funny. Are you a fan of Elon Musk, by the way, Shinobi? Um, I like what he's doing with the eco homes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, But he's, he's such an idiot, mate. He's, yeah. a, he's such an idiot. I don't like him at all. Why? What's he done? It's a whole load of stuff. It's just That's everything. His whole personality just reeks of entitlement. Do you know how he made his money? Right. Uh, when he, I think it was 2000, I think it was 2008, might have been earlier actually, about 2003. Uh, his dad, uh, who I don't know whether he's alive or dead now, but he used to own a uh, mine in apartheid South Africa. Yeah. Uh, if you know anything about what's going, what they mined, do you know what they mined out of apartheid South Africa in those days? Uh-uh. Have a guess. Diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. In apartheid South Africa. Yeah. In what? Huh? Which means what if it's in apartheid South Africa? During apartheid. Slavery. Exactly. That's he got given $22 million by his father after they sold a diamond mine in South Africa during apartheid, which meant he had slaves working for him. That's where he got the money from. To start his little company, he didn't start with nothing. Yeah. He's not the self-made entrepreneur he made himself out to be. Right. He's a scumbag. Uh, yeah. The stuff with the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial is another thing, but he's just he's mate. And 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 plus, this really really irritates me. Uh, he said in response to this tweet, he said people didn't like him yet. He said the reason you're not fu- you're not that funny is because you're woke. And I really hate when people use that word because they clearly don't know what the f- it means. I don't like when people use it because they don't know what it means. Being awake or being alert of injustice and abuse. Is that how somehow is that a wrong? How is, how is that f- like? 
play somebody explain it to me. It's wrong because you don't. You're not a sheep and you don't follow the narrative. So it's wrong. Yeah, you you're, 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 you're not. You're not. Um, what's the word? You're not uh, a tolerant of racism. You don't allow that to happen. So you're awake. You're alert to it. Somehow yeah. that's a bad thing. Yeah. If you don't like racism, you're a bad person. Yeah. This is what the this is what Elon Musk is putting himself in the sort of category, sort of group right. he's associating with, or saying okay. stupid shit like that. Guys making affordable housing for everyone, every colour. Yeah, he's, no, well, he's trying to get free internet everywhere. And do you know yeah. why he want that? The guy, his dad might be an arsehole, but he didn't do that. Mate, he is an arsehole himself. He is an arsehole. It depends what he does for. I mean, we had David Craddock on a few weeks ago. He used to work for Elon Musk in his writing department before they shut it down. I mean, and even just, the guy is just a sick fan. I mean, the slavery thing is disgusting, yeah. But I mean, even you can blame his father for that. You may not be able to blame Elon Musk, but Arnold Schwarzenegger's dad's a bastard. He was like racist, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah, but the same, same thing is, he's tried to make out all these years, right, until this came out a few years ago, that he was self-made and self-righteous, when in reality, if you actually look at where his money came from, he's not, because he got a 22 million donate, 22 million trust fund from his dad. It's what he does now and what he does. Yeah, at the same time, right. It's what he does now and what he does for black people now. Yeah, especially doing, mate. Okay, yes, he wants to put free internet in Africa, but yeah. he's not going to do that for the for the sake of it. He wants something out of it. What is he going to get out of it? Yeah, but look, everyone does shit to get something out of it. And only one person. Yeah, but you can't you can't claim even, to be self righteous and even, a good person. Even ten the bullshit. Yeah, they only give ten percent. They take the whole ninety percent and chalk yeah, it Yeah, I know. Up. I know. In fact, it's less than that. Yeah. I think it's like three percent charity. Yeah, they're teeth, man. So yeah, I know. But they... Elon Musk is the same way, dude. And I'll tell you but exactly why. He says this. He said like he was going to put free internet in Africa. That's fair enough. But he's going to get something out of it. The reason he does stuff, says stuff like that is because there's always an angle. When we've had people like David Craddock on, and we spoke to him about it, he used to work for Elon Musk. Even he said he's a sycophant. Guy's a liar who, because he's wealthy, yeah. thinks he can say and do whatever he likes. Uh, his most intriguing observation, obviously, humor relies on an intuitive and often awkward truth being recognized by the audience, but wokeism is a lie. That doesn't make sense, uh, which is why nobody I laughs. I don't understand this. Do yeah, apparently he's all about woke humor. He's a, he's a no, no, but I don't moron. Just... I don't understand the word because I get d different definitions everywhere now. I don't think anyone understands. Go on, explain it. Yeah. Uh, Musk called a hard drive writer a coward for blocking him. Uh, he declared the stolen meme he tweeted uh, to protect a result of a slow meme day and ran the night off with another stolen meme. Uh, this one's about putting your phone down and going outside. Uh, hopefully Musk stays online because who else would defend the Zodiac Killer's honour, to be honest? Uh, <laughs> He's, he's such an idiot, man. Yo, explain this woke thing. I've, I've already explained it. Just being aware of it, that's wrong. Yeah, being, being aware of racism, that's what woke means. That's literally that's what it means. Racism or any injustice? Nah. Huh? Means any injustice, right. especially racism. All right. All right. Mate, he said being aware of it, that it exists. Alert to injustice in society, especially racism. That's a definition. 
Yes, that's the exact definition. Right. So how is that exactly bad? I don't understand it, to be honest, but anyway. Okay, I don't, I don't... There's been an update this past week. Uh, game devs have told Elon Musk he's wrong about what it takes to make something good. Uh, this was following a leaked Tesla memo uh, after Dead to Bungie and elsewhere stuck up for fe- flexible work uh, because he, Elon Musk basically this past week said he doesn't believe uh, that people should have the ability to stay at home uh, during a pandemic. If they didn't come in, he'd fire them. Uh, the L's are stacking up for Elon Musk this week. Uh, the ship poster in chief got ratioed hard by the gaming website. It's now taking heat for an incredibly aggravating company email about how remote work is for lazy frauds uh, a lot of people in the tech world aren't having it those including some game developers including bungie they're now defending the remote virtues of remote work in the face of the billionaire's smug dismissal uh, the recent email to tesla uh, which leaked yesterday on twitter remote work is no longer acceptable which he misspelled uh, well we we work from home exactly because we're remote workers yeah. What what is the point when we could do this on a computer? Why would I go out and hire an office and get everyone? I mean, you waste what time. You waste time on rates. You waste time traveling. You waste time on everything. Yeah. What's yeah. It? You spend half your day traveling to and from work. What is the point? So if if you can work from home, and uh, roll out of bed and do it at home, you don't need. We don't need an office. Most tech companies don't. To be honest. Uh. No. Uh, recent email though leaked yesterday he said remote work is no longer acceptable anyone who wishes to do remote work must be in the office for a minimum and he emphasised this minimum of 40 hours a week or leave uh, this is less than we ask of factory workers bullshit uh, a judge had recently ordered Tesla to pay 15 million dollars to a worker who faced racial harassment at the factory uh, and also this past week Shanghai staff in Shanghai were reportedly asked to stay overnight in sleeping bags and sleep on the factory floor. Uh, Tesla declined to comment. Uh, must reveal today that Tesla is laying off 10% because he has a super bad feeling about the economy. <laughs> Apparently this guy now thinks he's psychic so he can go around firing staff for no reason. Wow. Another reason I don't like this guy. Uh, Musk is obviously the richest person in the world. Uh, the company's stock has been down 30% year to date. Uh, this is, of course, companies that don't require this. When the last time they shipped a great new product, it's been a while, which is his explanation of uh, why his company's down, and as are another other companies. Why it doesn't matter so much to him. Um, uh, actually, it has been, at least in the case of some big game studios, uh, which product and software sites are technically very much in the same space as Tesla. Uh, Master's jab was likely aimed at Apple and other tech giants. Uh, game developers who have indeed recently shipped a great new product, they're obviously quick to weigh in, including Bungie, uh, which came from Drew Tucker, who is the accessibility co-lead at the Destiny Studio, uh, wrote in a tweet shared by CEO Pete Parsons, whilst it's not for everyone on the team, we've adjusted and done what we can to create and deliver a great product, while some are still looking out for their own health. Remote work can and does deliver great products. Uh, the video game industry creates way more exciting products than a Tesla we ever will. Uh, that came from PlayStation animator Robert Morrison. We're all thriving working remote. Uh, a writer from Edos Montreal, uh, this studio that was recently purchased, uh, has sold off within Square Enix. I think I went to uh, Tencent, I believe. No, not Tencent. Uh, Embracer. Uh, me pointing out a team's ideas of innovation weren't suffering as a result of cutting the long down on long office commutes. Robert also says games are not delayed because of WFH. Uh, they're not more expensive because they're working from home. They're not delayed because they're working from home. G- 
games are not buggy because they're working from home or made better if you're in the office. That's not how games development works. Over a year into pandemic, well, obviously, EDOS released Guardians of the Galaxy in full 2021 during the height of the pandemic. Uh, the sales chart didn't light up. In fact, the game sales in the games industry actually doubled last year uh, in several countries. Uh, in addition to a flexible work week, EDOS has also announced that studio last year will move to a four-day work week, uh, which is reducing hours but not pay. Uh, Bungie's another company obviously ingested uh, several companies, Activision Blizzard, Riot Games, not the greatest examples, but yeah, uh, they've had a number of people working from home. Uh, Elon Musk, let us know your thoughts on him. I personally am not a fan. I think he's a dickhead. Uh, last but not least, we jump into music. New York uh, has become the first state to pass right to repair laws for electronics. Uh, it's a huge win for the movement. Uh, the legislature passed a new piece of legislation which has been aimed at covering right to repair uh, when it comes to a broad scope of electronics. Uh, that is the Fair Repair Act, uh, which will require all manufacturers that sell digital electrical products to make tools, parts and repair instructions available to both consumers and independent repair shops that the legislation has both passed. This is stuff like the Joy-Con drift Nintendo was not so eager to fix. Uh, it's now been passed in New York that you can fix it yourself and keep it under warranty. That's good news. Uh, it's not the first state, obviously, in the past legislation, but the legislation passed today has covered electronics broadly. Uh, in contrast, states like Massachusetts and Colorado focused on the right to repair. The laws in particular on what type of repair rights were provided to specifically target electronics most people have and use daily, such as a smartphone, uh, as well as the Nintendo Joy-Cons, Xbox controllers, PlayStation controllers, etc. Uh, the consumer rights levels the playing field or independent repair shops. Uh, that also means that individuals can open now open businesses and shops and repair consoles and controllers, etc. Uh, iFixit noted in a new blog post uh, detailing the New York Pass and the Fair Repair Act. Uh, the company notes that the passing law is one giant leap for repair kind. Uh, further noting the law should make it less expensive and more comprehensive. Uh, points to remember the right to repair is not all about DIY repairs though. Uh, it's about all electronics you purchase, uh, more specifically having more control over the chisholm to either DIY repair or go to an independent repair shop and have the parts and resources made immediately available. It also means you do not break your warranty if it breaks. Uh, Nintendo, that is to you. Uh, that being said, uh, what is your thoughts on this? Are you, uh, do you think we should get this right law over here? Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> I think we should. I mean, you can't if you break open your Xbox here and try to fix it and you break the tab, you don't get your warranty's gone. Yeah. But now in New York, you can now take like open it up and fix it yourself and they still have to honor your warranty for that year. Nice. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. I, I think we should get that. I think we should. I think there should be something that we have in the UK. I would like to see that, to be honest, because if you like the, the Xbox, it's not just the Xbox, but like the uh, Nintendo Switch Joy-Con, both of mine are broken. I still haven't replaced it. I just got and got another Pro Controller, but yeah. It's, well, it's your, pro, your Pro Controller broke as well. No, I've got my Pro Controller. My Joy-Con's broke. Right. I'm not spending 60, because they, they got drift like really bad. Yeah, I know. They all get it. Every one of them. I put them in my <laughs> Oh shit! I just put it. I I would never ever buy another set of Joy Cons. I just buy a Pro Controller. Even the third party ones are doing me well. I don't think I need another one, to be honest. Yeah, but the Pro Controller gets it as well. I mean, I haven't had it on the Pro Controller though, to be honest. 
I've yeah. been playing the Switch. I've never, I haven't had any grip or anything. It's easier to fix, but it does get it. I had it. A lot, a lot of control. I think it's because of the ball as well they use for the analog. Yeah, it happened to my. Yeah, wears down over time, which is crap. They need to de- develop a new software or a new new software, new hardware to combat that. Yeah. The, the stuff they're using is extremely brittle and it just breaks. I know. Pain in the ass. But anyway, we're going to jump into music. This is Jason Derulo sliding. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Talking Game Podcast on GamesandGrind.com. That thing from the front. Do the type to spin when they do. Independent, baby, got your own. Like, ooh, can't nobody do it like you. So, baby, can you tell me what it do? Yeah. Cause I've been waiting all night to slip, slip, slide. There's something in the water worth trying. Let's dip, dip, dive in. Don't make me wait so long. I'm a slip, slip, slide. You're looking like you really wanna try it. Let's dip, dip, dive in. Don't make me wait so long. I will pick up all your cars on sight. We can fly to Acapulco for the night. I can tell you on that ball shit I like. Cause when you said you paid a bill, had me singing like, ooh, can't nobody do it like you. So baby, can you tell me what it do, girl? Cause I've been waiting all night to slip, slip, slide, slide. It's a vibe, but I don't know until I vibe with it. I'ma get behind and grip no thousand sit beside it. I got a rose out the door, but you might as well to ride with it. She knows she dealt with me, she might have to let me dive in. I like to do things to make you smile. Just say you fucking with me, baby, I'ma stop fucking around. You know, I take you out, I gotta take you down. Tonight, I gotta touch around before I'm out. They don't make me wait, I'm a real player, I wanna play. And you be looking like the way you look, the way you taste. And if it check out, then maybe I'ma bring a check out and bust your neck down. But I gotta bust before I come. to the podcast uh this 15 u.s child advocacy groups uh, have asked the ftc to investigate ea over loot boxes uh the coalition won a judgment on whether the fifa series engages in unfair and deceptive practices uh, this is going back a couple of years uh, if you remember correctly a couple of european countries banned loot boxes uh, the uk has is still debating it after a year i don't think they're actually going to do it uh, but the coalition is being led by fair play and the center for digital democracy the cdd uh, cite this week's report by the Norwegian Consumer Council as grounds for investigation over whether EA's sale of loot boxes unfairly exploits children and teens for profit. Uh, re- previously reported by Axios, uh, the coalition has written an open letter to the FTC uh, which details the issues raised in the NCC's previous report 
pointing out specific issues which feels are harmful to children, which could mean that loot boxes are banned everywhere, uh, in the, especially in the US. Uh, dark patterns exploit kids and teens developmental vulnerabilities, including their fear of missing out, FOMO, uh, steam needs and a sense of social pressure. It also places young children on endless treadmill of gameplay or while obscuring gameplay costs with virtual currency. Uh, the group also expressed the concern that loot boxes, including those in FIFA, introduce kids to gambling. Uh, the packs resemble slot machines. They require gameplay to stake something of value on the possibility of receiving an unknown random award. Uh, random award. And are accompanied by bright colours and animations. Uh, research shows there are connections between this and gambling in adolescence. In some cases, young people have already developed gambling problems. Uh, including seeking behaviours that uh, seek out games with loot boxes. For others, loot boxes are a gateway to problem gambling. EA may insist that the majority of game players do not spend money in foot, but the video game industry makes large amounts of money off big spending whales. Uh, they are usually the 1% who spend upwards of $1,000. Uh, the letter, which is co-signed by Fair Play, the CD, CDD and 13 other advocacy groups, including the National Council on Problem Gambling, Truth in Advertising, the Institute of Digital Media and Child Development, it's asking the FCC to address address the 10 questions, which are all listed below. Uh, 20 consumer groups from 18 European countries also launched a co coordinated action against authorities to pass regulations of loot boxes. Uh, the action was placed in a report from the NCC, which is cited and included uh, the letter insert coin, how the game industry exploits consumers using loot boxes. Uh, it's a 59 page document. Uh, which uses FIFA 22 and Raid Shadow Legends as case studies. Uh, you can find both down below uh, if you wanted to check that out. Uh, Helena Cell is today, uh, later on this evening. Uh, we're not going to go into the results. That's not the point of this podcast. However, uh, Samara Joe, former world uh, wrestling champion, world wrestling entertainment champion, currently works for AEW. He's uh, going to play Sweet Tooth uh, in the Twisted Metal TV show. He will not be his voice. Uh, will Arnett will be playing the voice. However, he will be the body for it. Uh, Deadline has now reported that the former US champion from WWE and the TNA World Heavyweight Champion will play the act, the character. Uh, Sweet to smiling clown face is the most iconic image in the series. Uh, it's featured on the cover of all 10 titles in the series to date. Uh, the Deadline report is accurate. I'm sure maybe making a canon long-running misconception that the actual character is called Sweet Tooth. Uh, it's actually named of the po pink polka dot ice cream van the character drives. Uh, the character himself is called Needles Kane. Uh, he's a deranged murderer who dresses, dresses as a clown. Other actors confirmed for the show include Anthony Mackie, who's Falcon in, in uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, who plays Sandman in Spider-Man 3. Great actor. Stephanie Beatrice, who played Rosa Diaz in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's a, that's a very good casting. And Neve Campbell, who plays Sidney Prescott in Scream. Uh, the show has been written and, exec by, and executively produced by Michael Michael Jonathan Smith, who uh, really wrote for Cobra Kai, uh, stars Mackie as John Doe, and uh, Insomniac, who talks and drives as fast as he drives, or talks as fast as he drives, according to a statement by Peacock. Uh, Peacock, previously announced in February, picked up the PlayStation production show and they're given a series order. Uh, it's the second TV show from PlayStation. Uh, it's formed by Sony Interactive Entertainment uh, to adapt its original game properties for film and TV. Uh, the first series is LBO's, HBO's The Last of Us, uh, which will start Game of Thrones actor Pedro Pascal and Ella Ramsey as Joe and Ellie. Uh, the reboot is currently in development at Fire Sprite Studio, uh, according to VGC sources. The reboot was originally in development at Lucid Games, 
but it's unclear why Sony decided to change course and switch the studios who are making it. Uh, one quick note though, Dragon Age 4 has been officially named with key art, uh, it's being called Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Uh, Bioware has provided development update on its upcoming RPG. Uh, Jeff Grubb uh, previously announced in a le- letter earlier to the, yesterday, I believe, so yesterday or the day before, uh, 2nd of June, two days ago, my apologies, or three days ago, uh, he said, I don't think there's going to be a trailer of gameplay, he said, expecting fans to be cautionary, uh, not to expect too much besides the name. I think they're expecting more than that today. Be a little bit disappointing. Uh, still not coming to the middle of next year, at least probably close to the end of next year. Uh, Bioware has officially confirmed the game, though. It said Solus the Dreadwolf. Uh, some might be an ancient elven god, some may not. If you remember the name Solus, he was in uh, Inquis- Inquisition. Uh, I don't know whether that's, that's going to be the same character, but you never know. Uh, whether you're new to Dragon Age, though, they did say you experienced them all using Solus's name, saying no doubt suggests there's a spectrum. Of endless possibilities and where things may go. And I suspect you obviously have questions. The game won't be releasing this year, though, so do not expect it anytime soon. Uh, Grub wouldn't confirm their name at the point, uh, but he did say uh, that he tweeted the name earlier in the day uh, that in the game is apparently going to be called Dreadwolf. Um, uh, he's obviously, Solus is placing his pieces on the board, so it could well be we see a return of the character from Inquisition. I, bl- I can't remember correctly, but I think Solus died in the Inquisition. So I don't know how they're going to do that, unless it's another elf. You never know. Um, last but not least, though, this is going to be your question for this week. Uh, CEO Take-Two, Strauss Zeltnik, has reiterated his belief that older games are better suited to subscription services, and for him, it makes no sense releasing games day one. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's his statement. Idiot. He doesn't believe that games should be coming day one. No. He thinks you should have old games. On. <laughs> Who wants to play an old game with the script? Who's going to pay for a game that's like 10 years old to play it? Seriously? The reason Xbox Game Pass does so well is because they have day one. People wouldn't buy PlayStation Plus, the new subscription service, or the new update model they have, and because they didn't have any day one to, any day one releases. Now they're releasing AAA titles. Yes, it's not going to be day one from PlayStation, but they still will have day one from other studios on there. This is the point. I hate day one exclusives make the subscription service while people pay for it. I hate when someone makes a statement on behalf of other people and they think that... No. Oh. He's an idiot, mate. I've said this before about Strauss. I don't think he's very altogether, to be honest. Uh, all his decisions about loot boxes and stuff and rocks are apparently contemplating NFTs. And he was saying about how GTA Online is doing so well. It's not. It's garbage. The company hasn't released a game since 2018. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, a game that was finished three years prior. They just delayed it because they didn't need to send it out because GTA 9 was making them money. Like, seriously, shut up, Strauss. Uh, he said it doesn't make sense to us because economically speaking, we don't think consumers are prepared to pay for it. We can't afford to turn our business upside down in a way that doesn't make sense economically. Really? That's what you think. Well, he can live with his own wealth. Mate, he does live in his own world. That's the problem. Uh, he said there's always been an intersection between the customer wants and what the publisher is able to do. 
It doesn't make sense to do that from frontline properties, in our opinion. I think Sony minimally agrees with us because they said so. I don't see the evidence of that. Uh, it can potentially be great for catalogue properties, those properties that have been in the market for a while. If their price has been reduced, it can make economic sense to offer those on a subscription basis. I don't think he understands what Xbox's plans are because normally if a game releases day one, Xbox pays them. That's the point. It pays them the money. It gives them the money for that game being on Game Pass. That's why they gave out something like $12 billion last year. Seriously, uh, he said the company does not operate based on one person's opinion, including mine. When it makes sense, we'll support subscription services. And if that's where the consumer wants it to be, then that's where it will be. Uh, he said it's one of the most terrifying things about working on video games that we have such a cutting edge of everything that any prediction of it, if inevitably makes someone look foolish, especially you, Strauss. Uh, uh, Zero has expressed his skepticism for subscription services in the past, especially practice of adding games on their date of release. Uh, in 2019's The Outer Worlds, which was published by Take-Two, uh, was added to Game Pass on day one, after which Zelnick said it was hard to say if the move had helped or hurt the game's success. I think we all said it all, we said all, all along. Generally speaking, we want to be where the consumer is. Uh, generally speaking, we think subscription services, to the extent they exist, are probably better suited to catalogue, but we're willing to take experimental chances when it makes sense for a particular title, and when they do underline that option always makes sense for us. So let's let's break that down just quickly. Uh, he's basically saying there that he thinks when a game is suited to a subscription service, then that's the deal they make. But he doesn't want to release games on Game Pass because it's too big of a risk. He's not going to make money. And he specifically cited Obsidian's The Outer Worlds, which was published at the time by Take Two, before being there. I think it was before they were purchased. They said it was hard to say if the move had helped to hurt the game's success. So basically he didn't announce where it had done well. So because one of his games that his company published may not have sold well, he thinks the entire model's rubbish. Yeah, but who gives a monkey's what he thinks? It's, it's, it's his opinion, right? But no one cares, so... I mean, people do care. That's the thing, people do care. Because Strauss Selnick owns one of the biggest... Well, he doesn't own... He runs one of the biggest games companies, the biggest publishers in the world, regardless of what you think of Rockstar right now. And I'm personally not a fan. I haven't been a fan since they let a number of their guys go, particularly people like Doug Hauser and uh, Leslie Benzies and uh, what's his name? Um, I've forgotten his name now. Voice actor, the radio jockey, that guy, radio DJ. When they started letting their writing team go, and the stuff that came out about them afterwards, that's when I've lost all hope for that as a, them as a company. And since it's been like GTA 5 release was 2013, we haven't seen, it's usually five years, we haven't seen a GTA since 2013. That is 10 years next year since we last saw a GTA game. 2018 since we last saw a game from them. Yes, they've released GTA Trilogy. That was by a third company that they tasked to make it and if you actually played that game you know exactly our thoughts i think we raced it the worst game in the year last year what i don't like is people who suck people into games as a service like gta online and uh, fortnite and all that yeah. because that mashes up the rest of the scene 
Yeah, and yeah. Uh, too, and, too many people are expecting because they play games like Fortnite and think all other games should be like Fortnite. And that's not yeah, the case. And you, like if those games take off, yeah, that affects development of you know. Uh, it, yeah, especially like it, it, like Rockstar. If it hadn't been for the fact of GTA Online, yeah, Rockstar would have made Bully Two by now. They would have yeah, made all that. GTA, like, they don't do that. Other Max Payne for like games as a service. And yeah. what you've got, you've got a bunch of people that are just addicted. I've got friends that I can't talk to unless I play <laughs> the game. Yeah. yeah. And then they're really nasty because all they do in that game is just to ambush people, rob them. Yeah. Uh, Bullying grief. Bullying yeah. grief. What happens is that transitions to real life. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I do know this because I've had people or I've had friends, former friends, that are like that. Because and the game has trained their behavior. Them, but it does psychologically affect them. And yeah. I've got a friend who's um, in his late 50s. He's addicted to it. That's the only game he plays. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh, and like, he's just totally sucked into that game. And I notice it's psychologically affecting him. He gets angry all the time. Is it the same but mutual friend that I'm speaking of? Yeah, it is. And, yeah. Know, yeah, and, not naming uh, names, obviously. But, but I do, I do know what you mean, and I would agree with that statement. It's, it's um, what do you call it? It's just, it's just not good, man. Like, no. I mean, there's so much toxicity in those lobbies anyway. You've just got to go play GTA on next gen, and li- like listen to the comp. Like, if you accidentally kill somebody, the amount of abuse you get, yeah, of like twelve year olds calling you a cunt and your mother this and. They start sending you messages and they're try, trying to hack your IP. And and they shouldn't even be playing it. And no, the they shouldn't players. be. And the number of the large amount of that player base, which Rockstar well know about, are under the age of 18. Large amount of them. The amount of people I've played with in the last week on GTA, because I only go on to make money. I don't care about anything else. I don't want any wars or anything. I just go to make money. But people will start for no reason. Man, I'm not into that. Like, no, I, I, I know you haven't played it because I saw your level. You're still level nine from about nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't touched it since. Because I, I don't know. I had the feeling. I knew those kind of games, they put me off because I knew it's based on sucking you in. Yeah, yeah. making you pay money to catch up with everyone else. and Repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse. And you're doing that for years. Yeah. Like, throwing years of your life away just to repeat. Yeah. I, I, I go to the point where I got enough money for the next DLC drop because it costs in-game money to actually buy everything in that game to play the DLC. Yeah. So you have to go in and make money to actually be able to play the next thing. So I just go in, make enough money so I can play the next DLC, and then I'll do that and move on to the next thing. Usually the DLCs are a pile of garbage anyway, but when they have a big one, that's yeah. when I start saving for it. But at the same time, games on subscription services make sense. Because developers get paid anyway if your if people download your game. If nobody plays it, that's on you. That's not on Game Pass. That's on you for having poor marketing and often a crappy reviewed game. Yeah. If your game's not selling well, it's because people don't like it. They're not going to download it. That's not down to take. That's not down to I've, Xbox. I've, I've, lo- I've lost friends to GTA. I've actually lost friends. Yeah. I've, I've, I've lost friends to GTA as well, but it's, it's, it's live service games are terrible, and that's all the Rockstar really cares yeah, about. It actually destroys my real life friendship with people, even with Fortnite, yeah? Yeah. And 
you, they don't want to socialize with anyone that's outside of that game universe yeah mm. they just want to go home go back to that game universe and live in that yeah, yeah? and it's, it's like like matrix yeah and it's just so sad yeah, like you can know these people, per- and they don't want to know. I don't want to live yeah. my. Life. I mean, if you got if you got kids as well, you know that if you 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 used to seeing the child after school when he spends now like my boy, he spends like six hours a day on Fortnite, three hours in the morning. He'll wake up at six a.m. to play Fortnite until he has to go to school, and then I wake up at like two hours later, right, ready for school, and he's still playing Fortnite. He gets home, all he wants to do is play Fortnite. Yeah, but why is it so? so- What's so addictive? I don't know, but it's because he's so des. I mean, he's seven years old and he's clearing lobbies out on Fortnite, and I'm very impressed with that because I think he could be a professional gamer when he's older. The rate he's going, because he's only been playing it like Fortnite for about six months. He's nearly eight now, yeah. and he's clearing out lobbies and winning battle royals out of like a hundred people, and he's yeah. whooping them all. And he's only seven, so I think he's got some skill on him. He's be able to do that. But I do understand what you mean. These games are incredibly addictive for absolutely no reason. Uh, But live service games like the ones that Rockstar released, games like Outer World may not be live service, but it's usually due to the fact that the publishers and developers haven't done a very good job of marketing it. There's nothing there that people want to play, which is why they don't do well. If you look at other games that released the Game Pass, like the top 10 are usually indie games. But it's like sitting with your mates and watching the same movie over and over and over again for the rest of your yeah. life. I mean, I, I did have a, I do, <laughs> I do like GTA occasionally, but I will admit I had some fun earlier because I sniped a guy out of his jet when he yeah. was at the very high at the top of the top of the sky, as far as you can get, and I was on the ground and I shot him from the ground to the sky and killed him. Yeah, but I thought you that can... was the best snipe I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Are you okay? You play other games, isn't it? Yeah, I play loads of games. I've got a library of hundreds, hundreds of games. Yeah, so usually I'll flip between. Not, you're not just playing the same game. Over no, 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 I don't play the same game over and over. I'll, I'll play like Call of Duty, or I'll be on sports, uh, several sports <laughs> games, or I'll play the Lewis game now. It's on uh, on Game Pass Chorus. that's dropping this week. I'll be playing that as well. Imagine you just imagine, recently completed Trek to Yomi. Imagine you got sucked into that, and you and then you think. Uh, forget Games Inquirer, forget the podcast. No, no, no. Well, I mean, to be honest, the Games Inquirer is a hard job, it's a chore. And often it's hard for me to find the will to carry on because no, like, we don't imagine... make any money from it. We're not, we're not financially backed by anybody. I don't get any money from advertising. I've tried with Google Ads, but they're just, everything they tell me to do, I do it and then there's another issue and they can't put ads on the website. It just becomes an hindrance and I've had enough. People don't want to buy merch, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's a T-shirt. Actually, go look at it first. Uh, people are supporting us on Patreon. If you'd like to support us, please do. Links down below. Uh, definitely help us out. But we don't get I don't get paid for it. I do it for free. So, you know, it's if, if I had the choice to play video games all day or do this, then I would obviously play games. But at the same time, people count on me. Eventually, well, hopefully one day it will pay off and we can be as, you know, as big as IGN and making the same amount of money. But that's, you know hypotheticals at the moment it's, it's a long process a lot of hard work we'll get there eventually it's just patience pretty much but i, I do find it indicative that strauss elnick said uh, subscription services don't work but at the same time he released san andreas and gta 3 on subscription services 
onto the, onto the trilogy definitive edition. Yeah. That was an Xbox and PlayStation subscription service day one. So and he said the game sold well. Game that there was a lot of play people playing. You know the oh. reason people weren't playing Strauss is because the game was shit. That's the reason people stopped playing it. Because your games often are garbage. Yeah. You haven't had a good game since Red Dead, and guess what? You didn't make that game. That was by the Faulkner team that you shut down. Wow. But anyway, people know about my thoughts on Rockstar. They're my yeah. least favourite studio by a mile. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it. That's been episode 65. Apologies if you didn't like our rambling. Uh, we'll be back next week. Badman and Chloe should be back on. Uh, may also have Abu. He might be coming back. One minute. Um, that PlayStation Plus is happening this month, isn't it? Yes, next week. I believe it's next week. Is it? Is it this month or is it next month? I think it's this month, isn't it? June. This month. I thought it was July. Google it. Hold on one second. We'll edit this bit out. No, we'll edit the bit out. Uh, PlayStation Plus release date. Uh, June 13th, yes, next week. Yep. Uh, it will release in North America on June 13th, so. Wow. Uh, Asia is already out now. Uh, it will be releasing June 13th in the US. I'm not sure about Europe. Uh, currently, oh yeah, June 22nd for Europe. So June 22nd for Europe, 13th for the US. It's already out in Asia. Um there have been a number of listing of games down below. We will leave the link. I own, I own most of the games. It's not worth it for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are interested, it is still rather expensive, though. £18, the highest tier. Yeah. Uh, it's not something I'd ever pay. I already paid £10.99 for Xbox Game Pass. I'm not yeah. paying nearly double that for games that I pretty much own or have already completed. Yeah. To be honest. And then they're not bringing out, bringing out, or they're not planning on bringing out any PlayStation exclusives, so... Not any first-party ones, anyway. No. But the service is pretty much dead in the water for me already. But yeah. if you are interested, you want to try it out, uh, link me in the description below for all the games that are currently announced. you find that down below in the description. Uh, but that being said, we'll be back next week uh, for episode 66. Uh, apologies if you didn't like this episode. Uh, there was a lot of rambling. However... Uh, we'll be back next week with a full crew. Bam Bam and Chloe will also be back next week. You may also have a boo with us, uh, but we'll be back for next week. Uh, same time, same place. Thank you to Shinobi for joining me this week. No pubs. Anyways, thank you, dude. Uh, we'll be, see you soon. Don't forget to check the website, follow us on, on socials, and uh, keep an eye on the website for more features and stuff coming next week as well. Uh, that being said, I've been Major. Thank you. Love you. Leave you soon. Uh, love you. Leave you soon. Love you and see you soon. And I'll leave you uh, with this notion. I'm going to leave you this question. Let us know what you thought of Strauss Zelnick's comments. Uh, do PlayStation are, are exclusives, are uh, day one releases on subscription services like Game Pass and PlayStation Plus a bad idea? Let us know. Uh, personally, I think I know what people, most people are going to say. Uh, but yeah, let us know. We'll uh, read the announcements out next week. That being said, I have been Major. Thank you. And I will see you next week. Same time, same place. Take care, guys. It's the Talking Games Podcast. <laughs>